Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Wild at Heart Show. Another episode here on USA Global TV and Radio. Wild at Heart, real, authentic, uncut, the show for men, by men, about men, men's topics. And actually, welcome to the last show this year. Um, next year, um, next year, we continue on the 4th of January. So we go on a short Christmas vacation break. Yeah. Uh, the topic for this week is a quite interesting one. Again, it's what is a man's natural role in a family? This we're going to discuss. I have um, different chants from uh, gentlemen in, in the panel again, from different backgrounds in different countries. Uh, if, By the way, if you missed one of the shows, please go to on our website, bonfiredogs.com. And starting shortly, introducing myself. My name is Roland. I am the moderator and host of the show, actually the creator of the shows. The reason for that is I do a lot of men's work um, because I dedicated, besides my main business, which is coaching, consulting, uh, sparing, training, huge international companies all over the globe since many, many years. I actually over two and a half decades already with my team in many languages. Uh, besides that, I'm very engaged with the environment, uh, with respect Mother Earth. That's why I do also the UF show here in USA, Global TV and Radio, together with my colleague Marcin, and the man show uh, that you're watching right now. If you want to get contact with me, maybe you're going to go on my website. It's my name, RolandFriedel.com. For those of you who are listening on a podcast or a radio station, it's R-O-L-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-D-L.com. But let's get started and let's welcome our panelists. Let's start with the first gentleman from the UK, Mr. Big Scott is in the house. Welcome, Big Scott. Yo, yo, yo. Good evening. Hi. And welcome. Good, good evening. Hi, Heaven. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Bit yeah, cold busy here. for the Christmas. Cold here? Yeah. Busy for the Christmas time? Yeah, get all, getting all the presents. They've all been delivered, so they can have as many postal strikes as they want now. I've got all my presents. <laughs> Are you okay, <laughs> oh, good, okay, good to have you back on the show, man. Thank you, buddy. <coughs> okay, let's welcome our next panelist from the Middle East, Dr. Hassan Barak. Hassan, welcome on the show. Hi, guys. Miss you. Sorry, uh, Hi, guys. Good to see you. Miss you Hi, last man. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you, you, you've been watching the, the, the game. Yeah, uh, Morocco uh, and uh, they France. lost and they went outside. And uh, they, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Good to have you back on the show, Hassan. Thank you. And let, let's welcome our next man, also from the Middle East, my dear friend, Mohamed Munir. Munir is in the house. Hello, Munir. Hello, Ool. How are you? How are you? Good, good. I'm How fine. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. Have you been taking a break? <laughs> I'm going to get a big stick and come over there and sort you out. <laughs> I think I think this is what is what I truly need. Otherwise, yeah. I'm I'm going to be continuing all and all and all. like you know that in the drives of rabbit, I'm doing like this, you know. All the time. Okay, okay Maria. From from tomorrow on, you will get a WhatsApp reminder from us every yeah. single day. We'll, okay, we'll every go over day. and grab him. Okay, we'll him on okay gentlemen. Pyramid. There's one more. There's one more backstage. Uh, let's welcome our dear brother from Poland, Marcinus back. Woo -hoo -hoo. Oh, Hi, Hi, guys. Hey, Good to see you, man. Nice to see you too. To 
There's that happy I smile. Just, I just yeah. finished. Uh, well, I'm in the middle. My hands are still dirty because I'm doing some plumbing in my house. Oh, okay. But the house is still standing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's really hard to demolish yeah, yeah. The, to demolish the whole house just by changing one pipe. So <laughs> hopefully, yeah. But if good. you flood the whole, if you flood the whole house. <laughs> But saying that last night, right, is a funny story. Do you ever forget when you're doing things? Um, last night, I came in at about half past eight, started running my bath, and I thought, right, well, I'll sit down for 20 minutes while I run the bath. Long story short, half past 11, I goes to the toilet, and I think, why is my whole light on? I goes into the bathroom. I'd left my bath running for two and a half hours. Whoa. <laughs> I completely forgot. Oh. Luckily, luckily that uh, whoever invented the overflow pipe, I absolutely love them. But I was like, oh, my God. I yeah. thought about it for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So it's nothing happens. Uh, no. Nothing happens, but you know, know when you're walking down the corridor, I'm thinking, oh my god, the floor's going to be flooded, and I was like, <laughs> oh, somebody's on my side. So. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good luck. You know, it happened to me once when I was traveling with my wife in South Africa, and we had an amazing suite in an amazing uh, hotel, five star hotel, a huge suite, and we had a jacuzzi in 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 the in the in the dormitory, and, Ooh, and yeah, a huge one, and we let in the water. Did you have rubber rings have, on? <laughs> yeah, and, and in the water, and 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 I, I thought it's just uh, salt, you know, crystal salt. Put the crystal salt in, and I said, "Hey, this jacuzzi is quite huge. Let's go down to the bar and have a drink, and then we come back." <laughs> and then we came back, opened the door of the suite. All the spoon was coming in again. The form because it, it was not a crystal. It was not a crystal uh, salt. It was just a spoon. You know, the, the whole suite was full. <laughs> But we got a new one. Anyway, gentlemen. Anyway. Hey, I guess I'm so happy that you that we you made it. Um yeah, actually, as I said in the beginning, it's the last show for this year. Then we go on a, on a Christmas break. So everybody spending time with the family with Palafra, and we're going to continue on the fourth of January. And to our audience, when you miss the show, you want to see one of the, the, the recordings, please go to our website, bonfiredocs.com. On episodes, you will see all the other over 30 episodes. And of course, also the contact details of this good-looking gentleman. Hey guys, the topic for today is what's a man's natural role in a family? Who's digging in? Scott, you're smiling. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah. Well, I think I think that line is is has blurred over the last sort of ten or fifteen years. Um, you know, a man's natural role is is um, if we go by you know, caveman, cavewoman is the provider, you know, so we provide, I put a post up the other day, especially with the festive season. I don't really care about Christmas presents and stuff. I, I, I find my role is to make sure that my children have got presents and they've got some food on the table, etc. etc. So as, as my role, and I'm not trying to be uh, alpha male about that, but that's the way I was brought up as a, you are the provider. And if you go by nature, we are the provider but um, different relationships have different things. You know, there's some women are happy to live that role that, you know, that is the traditional, the man is the provider and the woman keeps the house, um, which is the old, old school ways. But nowadays it's becoming more of a 50-50 or a 60-30. And there's more men, you know, I think there's a lot more men out there these days that would, wouldn't mind being a house husband because I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with being 
looking after the house. It's probably one of the hardest jobs that you don't get any thanks for, you know. But as as an alpha male, we we tend to leave that for the woman. But myself, I'm an independent person, being an ex-military, so I can pretty much do anything that I need to by myself. I don't need the woman to do any of my chores. But um, as a father to my daughter, then um, my natural role is to show her what a, a real gentleman is, what the sort of man that she should be looking for, that she wants to fall in love with. Because they say the daughter, the first person they fall in love with is their dad. So as a my natural role is to try and show my daughter that there are good men out there and leading by example, you know, so... I might have gone Absolutely. a little bit off tangent there, but that you know that's the truth of it. My role as a as a, as a as a my natural role as a man is to show my daughter the the ways and wherewithals in the world, and show that there are decent men out there. Becoming a role model, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I absolutely love that. I also see myself, you know, um, actually, I, I didn't have a role model. My, 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 I had, I had a dad, but he was not present. No, same uh, here. He mine, mine disappeared yeah. when my mum died. Yeah. You know, so he's alive, but who knows where? Yeah, but um, but I guess I got it. It's just an instinct. Maybe it's just an instinct, but I always saw myself as a provider for my family, yeah. uh, for my for my kids. Always, 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 well, always. That's our base. That's more... our base primeval instinct that it's hard to detune from. Do you know what I mean? So. Absolutely, absolutely, and I cannot understand, to be honest, when when I hear from from women that her husband or ex is not taking care about the kids and her mm. and stuff, I, I don't understand it mm. absolutely at all. Because well, I wouldn't say they were men. That that's boys. Do you know what I mean? That's that's yeah. immature boys. That if there's too many around that have got children and had children yeah. and leave it all to the mother, they their role basically they think their role was just to be the sperm donor. You know, yeah. so unfortunately I, that leaves a legacy. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, don't don't understand me. It's not about bringing a hell of money home and not being president. That's what I mean. But with the possibilities or capabilities you have and, and provide them, I, I also see this. I also see this. Well, I think Masin, if you ask your you? kids, if you ask your kids, yeah. they wouldn't care how much money you were bringing in. They'd rather spend time with you. Absolutely. Um, you know, Absolutely. them working your ass. I'm not saying this to anybody in particular. <coughs> well, yeah. yeah, but um. Yeah, money's not always what they're after. Do you know what I mean? That a man's role is to be there, do the silly little things. Do you know what I mean? Do the egg and spoon yeah. race and all that sort of things. You know, try and be involved as much as you can in the early years because they go so bloody fast. Absolutely. Before I continue with Marcina, I have a short story in that what you said, uh, Big Scott. I got this, you know, I have three boys, they all raised and 32, 29, 25. And I got a feed. I got a feedback from all of, of them because I was always, you know, very humbling, busy, busy building up businesses and blah blah blah. Uh, I I guess they could have everything what they wanted. Yeah, I could do every sports. We have fancy vacations. But the feedback I got much later was uh, that we want you, not the money. First of all, and I will never forget this. I will never ever forget this. Uh, four years ago, or three years ago, I don't know, my middle son, Simon. Uh, he called me because he knew that I was in this in, in Vienna uh, for business. So that can we meet? And so we met for coffee and we asked for money. And then uh, I was very, re really very busy. And then he called me again the next day. And I was on the phone and said, yeah, you want money again? I said, no, 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 no. That he was, <laughs> what, what is it? And he said, I want to I wanna meet you. I want to talk to you. I said, okay, I can do it on the way to, before I go to the airport back, flying back to, 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 to Spain. So I met him. 
And I got the feedback of my life. He said, you know, I wanted to talk to your dad because I don't want to end up like you and granddaddy, meaning like you and your dad. And we got, I still have goosebumps. And, and you know, I, first of all, I was really proud of him because I would never have the courage to talk to my father. And it gave me a lesson to rethink about my, my provider role. It's not only the material stuff, it's also emotional stuff. I've become, become an emotionalist. It's the emotion that's more important to them, but we don't really realize it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because but, we, we see ourselves as a loser when we don't provide a, a nice fancy home, a nice vacation, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, but I think we put ourselves people. under more pressure if we can't provide. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that then we become, we feel inferior because we can't contain that role that we, we feel is our fundamental thing is to be the provider. So if you're not working or, you know, income's low or whatever, then you start being guilty. You know, and it, yes. you know, as you're old, you shouldn't feel guilty. Do you know what I mean? Provide when you can. Like with my daughter, I, I've over the years, I've had months where I've had no money, and she'd ask me, "Daddy, is it a money month or a no money month?" And I'd say, "Well, it's a no money month." So we would do things for free on whatever. And then when I went away and I did a big contract and I came back and I had a pocket full of cash, I was like, "Right, okay, what do you want to do this time?" Do you know what I mean? So she learned that. A, you've got to work for it, and B, you can still do things when you've got bugger all. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, happiness does not, not doesn't <coughs> doesn't depend on your bank account. Absolutely. No, but she'll remember things like, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, how did you remember that? Do you know what I mean? But it's the little things, and you just like things you just think are insignificant, but to them meant the world. You know. So, yeah, absolutely. Finally, Marcel. <laughs> How, how do you, how would you I mean if um, for us maybe in uh, uh, let me start with in the Middle East it's uh, it's uh, I'm sorry I did not hear I think there is a, a delay uh, so it was Marcin um, my apologies no Maria Maria keep going keep going and then we go right I'm I'm sorry I I think I do have a a delay in the voice my, my oh, apologies for that um so it was it was uh, my questions to you I mean this is very okay and very true we all believe it but how can we deal with the feelings because of course you know and, and especially in the Middle East you don't end up uh, supporting your family at the age of 18 you take them to the college and then after the college you provide them um you have to get them you know uh, some sort of uh, accommodation flat car uh, maybe after school education and supporting their marriages and and and, and it, it's it's never stop so eventually what happens is that we're working all the time and we there is no end for that and you as as big scott was saying I feel guilty if I'm working all the time and I feel guilty if I say, no, I cannot uh, provide this uh, now or you have to depend on yourself. So I feel guilty all the way. So better off be working all day and wishing that something will happen. But it's, it's very hard to change this mindset. But I think what, the difference is... What, yeah. what says your heart? What says your heart? Yeah. There? What says my heart? No, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm a Libra, so I'm trying to balance all the time. But it's the idea is that am I balancing or not? No, of course no, not. No, you're not, not balancing. My... Your your scales are well off kilter. Do you yes. know what I mean? You're giving, 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 but you're not receiving anything in return. 
you know and i think that the difference in the western world is is like i was never as a child i was never given anything for nothing i had to work my way through it if i wanted a push bike my dad would say will you get half the money and i'll meet you the other half so i'd go out and get a paper round as soon as i got half or two a third of the money just because he'd seen that i was doing it he would give me a leg up i would never get anything for free you know mm. so listening to what you're saying there that literally you're you're the provider till the day you die for your children and they don't have to seem to do anything until they get married and then take on that mantle for their children which is that's a bloody big burden do you know what i mean where's the time yeah. for you where is the time for you my friend and and even even though that I my personal case was a little bit different than the, the rest of my friends and the rest of everyone is that my dad never said that he will do anything after I graduate. He said, you know, that's it. You, when you're done with the college, um, 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 that's it. I have nothing for you. And and even when I when I it was the first year in college and I wanted to have more pocket money, he said no. Uh, you need to work for it. Then that's why I started working at the age of 18 and I started working. So I got my flat, I got my wedding, I got the, um, uh, the, um, uh, the debts for that, I got my car, and and there, there was no kind of support since then. But again, I'm, I'm not able to convey that to the kids as well because it, I feel it was really hard for me, I wish it there was some support and some push, but um, so at the end of the day, I I don't even be um, you know um, I'm not even able to to convey what my dad happened and did with me to them. So this is a little bit of a dilemma, to be honest. Now, I don't want to turn it to my uh, case, but uh, but uh, as well as I am, there are a lot of people who are always feeling guilty that they are not going to be able to do this, especially in our part of the world. Yeah, yeah. that's a big burden. I, it is. That's yeah. a big, big burden. Yeah. Well, I can I can relate to it, Maria. I was always uh, you know trying to do my best to 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 give my kids everything that is possible. But when I look back now, I said, Shh, sorry, shit. It would be better to spend more time with them. But don't you find that that, that sort of gives them a, a, a false sense of reality if they've, whenever they've asked for something, they've got it. And then when they go into the big wide world and realize, oh shit, I've actually got to earn, I've got to do something to earn this money. It was like my daughter, she said a comment the other day. I'm at, um, she's 15, she's at that age now. You know, she wants some designer clothes and stuff. And I don't mind buying the odd thing for her birthday if it's proportionate. You know, but um, I give her pocket money every week. And she said to her mum, she says, oh, well, that's that's my savings. And I was like, no, that's money for you to spend on things that you want to. So if you want to pay £140 for a pair of chainers, then that's entirely up to you. I, I will buy you practical shoes and stuff for your schooling and what's necessary. But if you want to follow the fashion trend, then I'm not financing that. I'm giving you your pocket money. And she gets decent pocket money and she gets Christmas money. You know, she's got over 400 pounds in her, in her account. So I've got to teach her that those things come at a price. Because if you think about it, 110 pounds, 120 pounds for a pair of trainers, to some people, that's nearly a week's worth. You know, that's a week's wage after takeaway and stuff, you know. So I think you have to teach your children that blood, sweat and tears do make dreams come true. If you expect to hand out all the time, then 
I think life is going to be just as hard because you don't know how to fend for yourself if there's no well that never seems to dry up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Basin, uh, you're the youngest guy here and you're, you're planning to have a family. I know you're married happily. So what are your thoughts about your, how do you see your role when you're a little bit out of generation than the rest of the guys here and myself, of course. Just so have cats. Do Don't have kids. Have cats. <laughs> cats yeah. I have one. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, just um, keep having I... more cats. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spill out my uh, wildest dreams. Yeah, uh, if it will be possible, I would have like 50 cats. Yeah, no problem with that. But um, yeah, it's hard to say anything about uh, the topic uh, after what you, Muni, said, because it touches me really deeply. Um my first response to your question, Roland, was that, um, well, basically the natural uh, natural role of a man for the family is whatever he really feels in his heart that is natural for him. And that would be a Western response. Uh, but yet after uh, what you, uh, Big Scott, said and Munir, I thought, um, actually, if I, um, if I would have kids, uh, I would recognize my obligation as to have to just teach them how to be uh, happy, modestly happy human beings. And as we all know, because it is also already proven by science that uh, the true learning is actually uh, possible just by example. So uh, leading by example, as you Scott said. So that means logically that uh, if I am to teach anybody how to be a happy human being, I need to be happy first. And uh, what comes to my mind about that is also uh, a beautiful metaphor that I got from uh, Unexpected Gypsy. This is a, a UK uh, artist. And she said that uh, we are like um, teacups. Uh, with uh, There is a cup and there is a saucer. And uh, we should give away to all the people around us, not from the cup, but from the saucer. So actually we need to fill in our cups to be so full that it spill out uh, the content to the saucer and then we have plenty to give away. So um, I know this rule is very hard to be implemented because um, as I can hear, we are more on the other uh, side of the force. So we are um, less likely to be uh, egocentric and more likely to be just, uh, you know, uh, giving away uh, all the things up to the limit when we have nothing left. So for me, it is a very important lesson that, uh, yeah, I love my family and probably I would do almost everything to save my family and to provide to it and to provide emotionally and uh, I don't know, I can do plumbing <laughs> as uh, as like today, but um, I feel kind of an obligation um, towards my parents, to, towards my sisters, towards my wife, to be uh, a happy man, because I believe what they want me to be is to be happy. So by fulfilling it, I feel that I'm giving them something because they do not need to worry so much about me and I have this excess energy that I can give to them if I am in a very good shape then I can provide a lot and if I'm just wasted that 
I can give almost nothing. And uh, I think it applies to money and it applies to uh, emotions and it applies to um, spirituality, uh, you may say. So uh, some kind of a transcendence. So I'm just trying to be responsible uh, and uh, be the best human being that I can possibly be uh, for my loved ones. Hey, brother, I love this. I love this, you know, you know, what you say to me, be happy and then your beloved ones don't have to worry about you. That's, that's, that's a cool approach. That's a cool mm -hmm. approach. I love that. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. Just give me a keg of, give me a keg of Jack Daniels and the never ending supply. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Up until your liver will uh, just, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> finish. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, before I go to Hassan, I, I, I want to ask my, my friend Munir, Munir, what, what, what do you think when, 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 you, when you listen to what, what Marcin said? Be happy when... that your friends are not worried? <laughs> okay. No, the, the idea is that it's, it's uh, you know, the, the strange thing is that you know what is working. You know that this is what they want. And, and I really, uh, you know, um, cherish that. But it's... Uh, I don't know what is happening. It's something that is, you know, drifting us all the time. And this kind of um, uh, feeling of uh, um, that I'm, I'm, I don't know how to say it in English, but being short on things, you know, um, I remember, uh, uh, and, and there was this kind of shift between um, uh, uh, there was before the, the the divorce and then after the divorce. After the divorce, I started making a focus on my kids and I wanted to give them the exactly the things that they need. So it was always like I'm thinking with them. So when they ask it for, uh, you know, uh, uh, something that is uh, um, okay. So my my teenage kid was. Uh, always wanted as Dior Sauvage as, as a perfume. And then it was, you know, like, come on. Uh, I was I was on a monthly basis getting it. And I remember I was in, in, in Heathrow and I found that like it was like 40 something uh, sterling uh, a bottle. And, and then I, I, I called him from the airport. And I said, what do you do to earn that? You will never be able to do this when you graduate. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to get you that. So you have to work on things that if you wish to do it, do it. You can go to Zara or something and you can get a, a, a decent perfume for you. And that when it, it started to, to, to do that. But, uh, um, you know, when the days goes by and you get drifted, I get to the, you know, the old me that I want to provide everything. And, and I really, like Big Scott was saying, I always teach them to work for it. You work for it. But I'm, a, I'm a, at school. Yes, you can work with me. You can work, you can work yourself. If you get straight A's, I will give you something and so on. But you need to work uh, for uh, those kind of things. Not, you're not going to get them for free. But again, it's it's uh, it's uh, I mean, after that you get drifted and you get you think that you're you're short. You don't uh, really provide, and they need something, and they would be happy to uh, to have those things and so on. And then I know the right thing, but I cannot always perform it. That's 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 the pity that I feel. It's the guilt thing, isn't it? 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's a good thing. So, so maybe guys, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's funny, and I know it, it, it might be when, when they asked a couple of uh, a year back or something, they asked it for the PlayStation Five. And and I was you know okay right so let me try to do this and then I ask and I see okay I do have some points I can redeem some points from my telecommunication and then get it to them cheaper and so on and then suddenly it was now I mean the points were not even close to um, uh, to pay for anything related with that and um, and I was like you know sad for the rest of the day my my wife was saying what are you doing to yourself. I mean that's PlayStation for God's sake. Yeah, why I mean, beat yourself up? But that's that's a triviality, really. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, it's a fad thing. You know, PlayStations. I've got one. I bought one for fifty quid for my daughter with, during the pandemic. She played on it for about a week and then hasn't used it. But every time I say I'm going to sell it, she's like, "Oh no, because I like it. I played on it." When when was the last time you played on it? Two years ago. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, it's just yes. and they get attached to superficial things. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yes, they, they use it all the time, but that's, I mean, it's the idea is, is that I'm sad because I'm not, it's not I'm sad because I cannot provide them a, a decent school year or I pay for their tuition. It, I'm sad for that for the PlayStation. This is too, totally wrong. So this is the idea. I know it. It's not, it's not really an important, it's not an essential in life, but yeah. why why can't I, you know, remove the feeling of the guilt and that I'm not really able to to do that? I don't know who put this into um, our heart and mind all the time. That if I'm not working, then I'm. Uh, and 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 the idea is that maybe hasn't because he's living with me a lot of the time. He feels that if I'm not working, I feel guilty. If I'm if I'm sleeping, come on, guys. If I'm sleeping, I feel guilty that I slept all the day. <laughs> Well, all I would say, I would say mm. is pat yourself on the back for all the necessary things that you're doing for the children, like putting a roof over their head, um, to paying for their education and their clothing. But don't beat yourself up when it's just buying a fashion item. You know, that's something like I would say to my daughter, even if I had that money, I'll give you a prime example. She loves an artist called Billie Eilish. Right. And she went, Dad, Dad, she's coming to England. And I said, yeah, well, I'll have a look at the price of the tickets. And it was 260 fucking pounds for one ticket. And I went, lovely, I've got the money, but I am not paying for that. Give me anybody else, I'll quite happily pay for it. And then just before her birthday at Christmas, there's another band called Suicide Boys. They're coming over. She went, oh, dad, 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 I've got to get the tickets. And they were 40 pounds each. So I said, yeah, I don't mind that. Do you know what I mean? But um, she understood. And it's that when they're at that age, they don't understand that, why they can't have it because they don't realize the amount of money that is going behind it. Because if you don't show them how much that money has taken to get that bloody PlayStation, they will never understand it. So praise yourself for doing the good shit by providing for them as you should do as a father, but don't beat yourself up for the luxuries. If they want the luxuries, meet them halfway. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah. That'll take, hopefully that will take away a bit of your guilt because then you're actually helping them to achieve something at the same time. And once they've achieved it, as you said, if they get straight A's, you'll give them a reward. They get to half, mm -hmm. you reward them by matching half and don't feel mm -hmm. guilty about it. Uh, uh. Before I go to Hassam, I have a story for you guys. I mean, um, you know, I was always a very successful businessman in the past and 
never to be honest never had that much time for my kids when i was at home i was not present i was tired and stuff like that but i always brought presents you know for every business trip i always brought presents uh, because i felt guilty of course that i wasn't present so i remember i was i, I was at home and i went down to bring the the the, the rubbish to the, the rubbish pin and i came back home and my little boys asking for a gift a present and, and, and I said, oh, what's going wrong? Because daddy went out of the door, came back, but no presents because they were so used to it. And, and then I said, that, oh, something is going wrong. And what I did is, but it, there have been five, nine and 12, five, nine and 12, yes. What I did is I flew to, to, to Greece in a nice hotel, a friend of mine owns hotel, left the luggage. Then we went on a boat to an island, went to another island. And then we went with a small fisherman, with a small fisher boat, on an island where nobody lives and we spent that 10 days without nothing no tent no apartment we brought a little water a little food we have been fishing we have been harpooning and it was such a lesson for them such a lesson i remember the first morning my son the eldest son get up and there was a, a store a little storm and his designer t-shirt i don't know how many bucks it cost it blown away was, I said, okay, you have to take care about it. It's gone. And then I said, yeah, where's breakfast? And I said, do you see any waiter? We're not collecting wood. We try to make fire. And then we cook a little bit. And then we clean everything up. And then we go for harpooning. Maybe we have some lunch or dinner. Ten days. It was a lesson for them. When we came back to this beautiful hotel, there was nothing there demanding. No ice cream, no Coca-Cola. They just have been happy to be back in the real world and this continued the rest of their lives so something we have to give them a lesson we have to give them a lesson that's what they need they need a lesson they don't need luxury products they need a lesson that's what they need to we'll learn uh but let's let's continue uh with Hassan. Hassan, what do you see yes. your role yes i have uh, actually uh, a very big question i will try to answer myself and then you guys uh can help me and this is uh, spoiling your kids is uh, uh, a result of um, of uh, guilt you, uh, you being uh, guilty uh, you're not spending more time with your kids you're not giving them uh, enough emotions and love uh, uh, guidance and so on and so forth uh, because sometimes this uh, comes into my, my head uh, I, I didn't give my daughters actually uh, when they were uh, little kids uh, uh, enough time uh, i was just traveling all, all around uh, the world <laughs> europe uh, and then when i'm uh, coming back uh, after a couple of weeks uh, i go and uh, try to make as much shopping uh, and gifts for them uh, I, I i thought that uh, this will substitute uh, the the weeks and the months that i uh, didn't see them or, or give them uh, or, or seeing them growing uh, in front of my eyes I think guilt uh, make you spoil your kids. Uh, this is uh, w what I feel. Uh, of course, spoiling kids is something uh, relative from a person to another and from culture to another because you guys, uh, you have uh, a very good and a clear picture of how to raise your, your kids. I, and I'm, uh, uh, I mean, uh, what I heard is, is uh, fascinating for me, actually. Uh, we try in the Middle East to do this, but uh, but 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 we will actually uh, it's not up to this level. Let, let's be honest. Uh, whatever kind of education, but in such a culture or a society here in the Middle East, 
for example, in a, in a school, uh, your kids want, want an iPhone because all of uh, their friends, they have an iPhone, for example. So what you're going to do, you're going to support and get an iPhone for, for your kids or, 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 or you say, no, uh, I will not do this because you're just a kid or a child. Uh, when you have money, you get it for yourself or get a small phone. Uh, another thing um, uh, uh, for me, uh, being part of a family of, of, for example, my father and my mother and my, my, my sister and my brother, uh, my, I, yes, I, I have a, a role in, in their family as well. Um, I have a role when uh, anybody is in trouble. Yes, I, I'm the first one that uh, they come to and uh, I support. Uh, I'm not speaking about uh, uh, money, but about being in, uh, in, in issues, in important issues, in, in troubles with them, uh, supporting uh, uh, and giving more than uh, taking. Uh, yes, it's, it's a matter of uh, a way of thinking. Are you a giver or... Uh, you're playing it um, in, in, um, in a silent mode, as they say. Uh, let's see how it goes, and so on and so forth. Uh, I want to, to see, hear an answer about this uh, guilt and the spoil thing from you, Roland. Absolutely. Before, uh, yeah, thank you, Hassan. Before, before I answer you this, uh, we got a comment uh, from, from somebody who is listening to us. Berta, charity shops are brilliant for many essentials. Thanks for your comment. I can help you with pronunciation of the name because I believe it's this uh, this is the Polish one. So, um, Mrs. Beata Rzeźniczek. Rzeźniczek. Hello, Berta. Hello. Great to great to. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for commenting. Well, I, I guess um, what, what Hassan said and, and Munir said, I guess uh, but I, I, I can relate to this. As, as I said before, I was always working, not really present because of, you know, the provider. Um, maybe the reason was that's because my dad didn't give me anything and I didn't ask for it because I always wanted to do my own stuff. And I guess it mentioned one of my shows when I went to university, uh, he transferred me money every month. So I always transferred it back. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take his money because I want to be, be, be independent. But of course, I want to do it differently, and I was buying my my kids a lot of stuff. But it's it, it's feeling guilty. It's a it's a it's a compensation. Yeah, you compensate something that you don't don't give, and and, and what what they need, and actually what they really need, and, and that's what I found out is. And when I think back about myself as a child, uh, my father didn't give me much. Did I miss it? No, none at all. What I only missed it. What I really miss is that he. That he was a father, you know, having time for me. That I learned that we have a conversation from man to man. Uh, that he he shows me how to raise up, uh, to grow up, how to become a man. And that he that he's there when I'm in my puppet and my hormones get crazy and, and the girls make me crazy. Uh, that, that's what I miss. It's not that I miss any gifts or whatever fancy stuff. What I miss is just being there as a male role model. That's what I miss. I don't miss any presents or gifts. Absolutely. And to be honest, I, I, I got some for birthday and for Christmas, but I don't remember them. I don't remember them. 
But I remember a few moments when my dad was there. A few moments, really a few moments. But this, this, this is what this is what I remember. Absolutely. But it, but I think it's it it goes more in a, in a in a in a deeper level about where where its guilt comes from. It can it can can come from an early years from an experience. Well, but I it can also can... come from ancestors, you know, from from another lineage, from ancestors. So I think we put more guilt on ourselves than anybody else does. Um, and one of the things that you were saying, as I'm earlier on, that the, the, the you know the scenario with the iPhone, um, I had a my daughter she's 15 and then at 11 she was like uh, we were like she's she's old enough and mature enough to have a phone and she was walking to and from school so me and the mother decided we would get her a phone and she was like oh i want an iphone i'd love an iphone and i was like mm, i was a little bit reluctant at first but i got her one but i didn't get her the latest one do you know what i mean get one a year old a couple of years older so she still feels that she's part of the clan do you know what I mean? So rather than spending 700 or a thousand pounds on the latest iPhone 13 or whatever, all I would say, if you've got somebody that's interested as a friend like that, within the next 12 months, they're going to be buying the next one. So give them 50 quid for the one that they got rid of last year. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I used to have a friend that was like that. Every every time something brand new come out, he'd have to have it. And I say, well, what are you doing with that? Oh, I don't need it. You can have it. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, follow a fashion icon, but don't be a fashion icon. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, so there are ways around it. And a lot of it is peer pressure, but a lot, a lot of life lessons is we have to learn that there is peer pressure and we don't have to bow to it and we don't have to cow down to it. So it's you've got to teach them how they deal with it. But um, it is hard, you know, because as I say, teenagers, they want to be part of what they see on social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't realize that's a, that's only a snapshot of somebody's existence. And I think as a as a natural father, you've got to show them that the real values of what life is and who they are and what they're about and what is important in life and what's worth working for. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember, you know, guys, uh, when, when, when my kids are younger, you know, when you when you go shopping in the supermarket, they always have, you know, close to the cashier, uh, they have this these sweets and just in the aisle of the kids. Oh, no, I don't have this, and then just they start screaming. And, and most parents giving up because they 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 are more interested what the other people, they, what strangers think about them, and they want their kids to stop uh, shouting or crying or screaming and they buy the stuff. And what the kids learn, what the kids learn is, okay. If you don't get it, stream up, and then they're just giving it. And I, I, I said, I'm interested more in my kids to educate them than what strangers think. And I, I remember there was a commercial years ago, and I, I, I don't know, it was an insurance company or something like that. Anyway, and and you saw this, uh, you know, on, on, on the, the the women or the, the mother was with the, with this. I guess it was a girl with a girl on, on waiting to, to to pay, and the girl wanted something sweet. And she was, you know, she was lying down on the floor. Rah, rah, what is, what is and what, what mom did is she was, she jumped on the floor down and was screaming too. Rah, 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 rah. And the girl looked up, what, what is going on? And stopped immediately. It was a nice, was a nice commercial anyway. No, I guess, um, yeah, I think we as a man, we, we, I think, of course, we should provide home, food, safety, protect them. But I think there, yeah if if it's if it's an easy going because we're making easy money yeah why not more but we shouldn't risk our own health our own happiness 
just to buy stuff that the kids absolutely don't need. Well, I think, you know, Marcin hit the nail on the head. You know what I mean? That the, the fundamental thing is to be happy as a father, because then you can provide a lot more financially or unfinancially. Do you know what I mean? A happy home is a, is a loved home. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you can't buy happiness. And I think that's where a lot of us are guilty. You know, we go away and we think we'll buy a trinket and that will appease the time that we haven't. The only time those things really become important is when we're no longer on this mortal, mortal coil and then they just have a shrine full of, oh, well, he got me this from here and he got me that from there and he got me that from the other. So there is that emotional attachment, but they would have preferred a more st uh, strengthier attachment, if that makes any sense. So it's a, sorry, it's a, it's a very good discussion, very emotional, but, but unfortunately we are, we are coming to an end. We have to close up. Uh, but, but it was a really interesting, it was a really interesting uh, conversation. And, and uh, what I want to do is, uh, just for our producer backstage, uh, two more minutes. I just want to have a short review of every one of you, because the last show this year for Christmas, a short tip what you have for other men outside. And I start with Masin. Masin. Sure tip. Yeah, thank you for the time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, tip for the man. Um, hmm. I don't know. Uh, I can share the tip that I want to um, fulfill myself. I think it will be more honest because I do not feel in the position to tell any man anything about being a man i can tell you about me so for me the tip is to um, just be a little bit more patient uh, with myself a little bit more kind for myself and uh, understand that some things needs just time and that's it and um hmm. and also if and if you are in the in doubt uh, about yourself think about yourself 10 years ago and see what kind of a progress you already did and just be proud thank you thank you Martin. scott oh. all, I, all i'll say is that this time of year in particular it can get stressful families can get stressful if things are getting too much for you take a breather go for a walk don't bite you know, there might be relatives there that you haven't spoke to for a while and you have to hold that tongue in cheek. You don't have to just get away from the environment. Just make sure you're healthy, happy in your own mind. And if you need to speak to somebody, speak to somebody. And if you don't want to talk to somebody, don't have to talk to him. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Monia, you want to add something? Well, uh, I, like Marcin have said, it's uh, this something I needed to, uh, to give it to myself. You know, just give yourself a break. Things will come naturally, and um, and uh, uh, it will all sort itself. But you don't have to be perfect all the time because nobody is. Thanks, Hassan. Thank you. Uh, I would, yeah, yes, I would only want to say um, happy holidays, guys, and uh, merry Christmas and happy New Year, and uh, see you in uh, January. Thank you, Hassan. Yeah, my, my final statement for you guys out there is uh, I wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. And maybe you use this time to sit around with your family and have a conversation about what their expectation is about you as a man, as a role. And have a, 
have have a, have a conversation about it and, and 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 listen to them and listen to them what they really expect from you how you can fulfill your role as a man i wish you all the best with your beloved one have a, a peaceful time and find of first of all find inner peace for yourself reconnect with nature recharge your batteries and we see each other here on usa global division radio same time same procedure next year january 4th thanks guy hey ho 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 Adonis, ho 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 merry christmas oh, all the best <laughs> bye we're coming to get you man